and it is largely with the three C's that we accomplish that. The three C's are character, courage, and conscience, without which we are merely gigantic ants instinctively filling out our biologically determined destiny. While natural selection did shape our minds and feelings, there is something extra special about the human mind that leads us to be able, if not always willing, to take that extra step past some action that makes sense on only the basis of survival of the fittest or survival of the me. No doubt about it. Self-advancement and self-indulgence are powerful, innate drives for personal status and pleasure. Even the motivation for seemingly altruistic behaviors, such as letting people in line in front of you and sharing food and other resources, can be found in the common sense of, I do for you because I can expect some reciprocal benefits in the future. Humans are social animals. Therefore, we all rely on the kindness of kin for survival to some extent. Yet if all giving is simply motivated by the expectation of eventually getting... Where does our special humanness come in? Right here. Human beings can actually derive pleasure in the very act of resisting temptations, from not getting something, someone, or some place the easy way. Also, it's profoundly satisfying to forego immediate pleasures and benefit another person at some expense of the self, even if no one else knows you've done it, eliminating the investment concept of reciprocal altruism and restoring character to its rightful place in our lives. Character, the first C. Yes, indeed, human beings derive pleasure from having character, which I once heard defined as what you are when no one else is looking. For humans, brute strength and stealth are not enough. We value reputation, respect, admiration, and the long-lasting happiness that comes from the sacrifice, pains, and efforts that go into forging character. In addition to the specific pleasure humans take directly from rising above the pull of selfish desires, we gain the acceptance and affection of others. Peekaboo, now I really see you. Tina, 22, was married for six months when she and her husband went to dinner with three other couples. All the guys at the table had been at Jack's bachelor party and took this opportunity to tell tales of how he'd carried on that fateful night, including having oral sex with one of the entertainment-type women at the party. Tina had asked Jack before and after the event if there was going to be drinking, women, and sex. He said yes to the first and no to the rest. When I asked Tina, So what are you left with? She replied sadly, I know that he lied to me before and after the fact, and that he had intimate sex with a complete stranger. I now see him as having little character and believe that I cannot trust him to resist impulses. For the long haul of marriage, I don't see how I can trust him and count on him. I'm seriously considering an annulment. Tina now sees her husband as having little character. What does this mean? It suggests that in the inner battle between the self, interest, indulgence, and the obligation toward others, fairness, sacrifice, she imagines he will lean toward self. Therefore, she judges, she can't count on him to do the right thing or honor his commitments to others.
In her eyes, and in all of ours, this makes him less reliable, therefore less valuable as a potential partner, mate, co-parent, and friend. The call ended with Tina in a contemplative and sad mood. While she understood the philosophical implications of what her decision needed to be based upon, she did not draw a conclusion by the end of the call. An assessment of your character is either a social invitation or a warning to others about you. Or it should be. Just yesterday, a co-worker told me that his friend had been offered a terrific job opportunity by a long-time acquaintance. In the course of wooing the friend, the acquaintance told him about the time he'd bought a piano with his credit card and had never been billed for it. He has a piano, and somebody else never got paid for it. When my friend asked me what I thought that acquaintance should have done, I replied that of course he should pay the bill. I added that the friend should make...